0: subha Tatsavetur vitur varenyam bhargo devasya dhimahi dhio yo naph prachodayat
1: gayatri mantra is the most universal mantra for Everyone, because it gives us what all of us are aspiring for. Traditionally, this initiation into the Gayatri Mantra was given in childhood itself. When a child was ready for education, and was being taken to the Gurukula. In short, schooler, school. That is the time this Gayatri Mantra initiation was given. Initiation means that how, when, for what this Gayatri Mantra should be chanted and then later on deeper and deeper meditation into this Gayatri Mantra was taught by the Guru. So when the parents took the child to the Guru for education and knowledge is not just information, knowledge of not the various sciences alone, but the development of our intellect, so that with the information that has been given, we process that information to make it our own knowledge. Certain orientation, certain preparation was necessary and every child may not have the same level of intelligence or brilliance a means by which this intelligence can be invoked in every child this right of the Upanayana was conducted. A rite is a meaningless act if we do not understand its significance as an orientation, and we put into practice what is taught in that orientation. This rite of Upanayana, known as one of the samskaras, that when the child was taken to the gurukula, to the school, in the presence of the teacher, the parents, the child was bestowed with what you call the janeyu, janya, or the sacred thread. Again, the sacred thread is just a symbol. It is not an entry into a particular religion, etc. It was called as samskara that at each stage of our life, we have to develop certain values, certain way of living, so that we are ready for the next stage of our life. Later on translated as purification rites, but samskara means that which makes you refined, that which makes you better, that makes you more advanced, that makes you evolve. So these samskaras were given at every stage of human growth. In all ancient cultures, there were different rites at different periods of time. Today we have orientations. And during this upanayana samskara, the sacred thread was given and then the child was initiated into the Gayatri Mantra and the regular chanting of the Gayatri Mantra. We also in our stage of growth have to understand how in the beginning stage of our spiritual childhood, how at different stages, how we evolve with this mantra and meditation to reach the greatest heights. In fact, even now, there is a child in each one of us that needs its growth spurt. Somewhere, In our life, we will find that certain aspects of our life, certain part in a way of our life, our body may have grown old, but certain part still remain as an innocent child or also a child with not enough knowledge. Therefore, this Gayatri Mantra also By the Guru is revealed in different stages, and as we practice each stage, we evolve to the higher stage as a higher initiation. I'm not talking of initiation as some mystical, uh, magical, but introduction to the next stage of our practice and our growth. When the child was initiated into the Gayatri Mantra, besides teaching him the right way to chant, also when, how, what to chant, when the Upanayana thread was bestowed on them, It's a thread made up of three strands, thrown over the left shoulder, and falls on the right hip. The first instruction was given to the child that you have to keep this thread clean and pure. Now, we know that even children have to be taught good hygiene, cleanliness, etc and how relevant it is today and how we have to reeducate ourselves in the various uh, methods of hygiene sanitary conditions etc year was a thread and generally body gets dirty keep the thread clean which was of course changed every year or in case it got dirty but the thread has to be kept clean so that even when they go, say to the toilet, even there, that full attentiveness to keep the body clean. Now it might sound that it's so basic, but daily bath, cleanliness, and when we say cleanliness is next to godliness, not only the good health of the body depends upon the cleanliness of the body, the hygiene of the body, but especially when we are living in a community, then as students in the dorm, how important, or even members of the family, our daily bath, snana, cleanliness is so important. Now, something as basic as this, we might think, is not necessary to be talked because these days, all of us do take a couple of baths, and many of us in urban societies, but still we have found that children need to be taught and given some method by which they can measure their cleanliness. So even a basic thing like a thread worn that keep the thread clean, keep the thread pure, and therefore take daily bath. Now, a thread is just a symbol. And these days, people do the ceremony, the thread is worn, thrown away, the whole significance is lost and forgotten also. It is to remind us. And what is it to remind us? What we need to prepare for higher knowledge, higher education. What are the disciplines? What are the attitudes, emotions, behaviors that we should have to make it conducive for us to get that brilliance, to get that knowledge that not only unfolds the greatness of our life, but makes us positive contributors, to society, which not only brings about success, but brings about greatness. Our Rishis did not want just a population. We are social beings. We did not want just a Praja, but a Supraja. A generation of human beings who would be truly the crown of creation, the protector the lover, the giver of crea- in the creation, not a looter, stealer, plunderer, and the destroyer of creation. Therefore, with these three strands, a number of messages to remind the student. Shri Adi Shankaracharya, in his Sadachar, has pointed out that, These three strands represents our three renas or debts. What is this debt that we have even as children? And this is reminded to us to make us understand that we have got a responsibility, and therefore, when there is a sense of responsibility a sense of purpose then only children have interest in the school have interest in education otherwise their playful life they wonder why do they have to strain themselves these days the only motive given to them is that if you don't study you will not get a job, if you don't get job, you won't get money, you don't get money, you will go hungry. But that is not just the purpose of education, to make a living, because really speaking, the universe has given us an abundance for our living. But education, knowledge, is for a greater sense of purpose and fulfillment. This is no doubt revealed in the Gayatri Mantra itself. And not only that with these disciplines and values, the effect of the Gayatri Mantra becomes tremendous. But at the same time, the Gayatri Mantra inspires us to develop these essential abilities, qualities, disciplines within ourselves to make us not only effective human beings living a proper life of Dharma but also beings who become divine. Therefore when the Upayana was given, this thread was given and even the significance to remind us That's why we need some symbol. Whether in the house you keep a divine symbol to remind you to pray daily maybe. In your office you keep a calendar or a reminder or even your logo or even write down your mission statement or your company's purpose. All this is to remind you or whether it's our national flag To remind us what we stand for, what we should live for, and what we should achieve. Bhagawan Shankaracharya in Sadachar points out that these three strands to remind the child that you've got three debts. And this is not to make you feel low, but to keep you inspired, give you a sense of responsibility. And what are these three debts? First is Pitrurin, your debts towards not only your parents, grandparents, ancestors. The lineage that you have come in, the sacrifices they have done to bring prosperity, to bring about certain knowledge and skills in the various professions of the family, and most of all, the traditions that are understood, culture that is lived, that we have got such a loving, virtuous families which make it conducive for us to grow and become great human beings. We have a duty To continue their line of profession, tradition, culture. When I say profession, not necessarily today a doctor's son should become a doctor, but the spirit that they brought into their profession, the name and heritage, the sacrifices that they have done for their progeny, our sense of gratitude, reverence, honor, and commitment to their sacrifice, their love, their greatness. So we have to pay our debt to our ancestors. Then they were in. They Deva were simply translated as God, but we have received. From the cosmos, and that love of nature, the love of the God through every being in the nature, every creature, plant, animal, the various luminaries, we are benefited from all of them, and therefore, environmental education was in fact. A worship. And if we live in gratitude with nature and the devatas, which are basically the cosmic forces, the conscious principles behind this cosmic forces. And therefore, not only our daily gratitude through prayer and various worship, but recognizing very often one God, and then neglecting everything in the universe, including trees, plants, worms that contribute to our prosperity and our living. If we do not have a sense of gratitude and responsibility to the whole of nature and to those who are giving us, then Such ungrateful people developing the ego that I alone am the creator destroy the environment. And afterwards, no longer are we able to even benefit from the devatas or the cosmos or from nature. Therefore, the sense of gratitude The sense of sharing, service, this is essential. So therefore, Deva Rin. And last but not the least, Rishi Rin. Those great scientists of life, seers, rishis, who gave us not only the highest spiritual knowledge, of our own selves and our connection with the universe and gave us culture and all that knowledge by which we can live our life in greatness and attain the supreme truth. It is our responsibility to gain this knowledge, to spread this knowledge with whatever means we have. And therefore, even the propagation of this knowledge through whatever ability and provisions that we have by which these institutions can propagate this knowledge, that is Rishi And somehow the other, that the next generations should get this knowledge and this flow of Ganga, this flow of knowledge must go unobstructed and must not have any needs to suppress it. These are the three Rinas. Also, remind us of the three essential values of Brahmacharya, living a life of mastery over our body, our senses. And therefore living a life of moderation. Not someone who is so weak that carried away by the mere whims and fancies of the senses. And so indulgent that harms himself, herself or even others. And therefore to live a life of self-discipline, moderation and mastery. Even in school, we just can't do just whatever we want. If we want a conducive atmosphere for education, a certain self-mastery and discipline is required. And actually the word brahmacharya, which very often just translated as celibacy, is actually the meaning of brahmacharya is to live a life properly of a student. So whatever is required to make it conducive for gaining knowledge and our minds not getting distracted, reverence for the teacher, attentiveness in the knowledge the teacher gives, constant reflection on that knowledge. Therefore, even on the mantra, all this is called as Brahmacharya. And most important, following the guidance and instruction given by the Guru, given by the teacher. In any science that we are studying, it has its own disciplines. It has its own mental attitude. It requires its own uh, sense of attentiveness, presence, as well as a certain discipline in it. Second is ahimsa, non-violence, Not just physically not hurting anybody, but even not with our words and even with not our thoughts. No sense of hatred. Because physically, an army man has to fight a battle to protect his country. Even as you walk with no intent of hurting any creature, we still hurt creatures. But it's a mental attitude to enrich the mind, to not have any sense of revenge, hatred, towards any being, ahimsa, which reflects at the physical level of not hurting anybody. Today, we know how much it's required in schools today. And third, satyam, honesty. Not only speak honesty, but whatever word we have given to keep it up, to live up to it, to live up to our commitment, to live up to our ideals, our values, our culture our knowledge that is called as satyam not only with these values the meditation level increases but the gayatri mantra helps us to tune in our mind to develop these values also again over a period of time when people forget The significance, the thread is merely a thread. But when they forget the significance, therefore, great masters over a period of time, they have not given into these rites or practices without understanding. They have not defined tradition, but have asked for a meaning. And when over a period of time, where even religion becomes commercial, where even motivation and education is not about developing oneself, then the real significance of these practices and these rites are forgotten. We find also in the works of Guru Nanak Sahib, in his Ashadiv Asha Divar, he has said that with the cotton of compassion, Make the thread of contentment. Give it the strength of the twist of honesty. When you twist the thread, it becomes stronger. So give it the strength, the twist of honesty. And it is knotted at the bottom. Give it the knot of self-mastery. Sense mastery, self-mastery, give it that knot, tie it and put this thread or tie your mind with such a thread that even if someone wants to break it cannot break it. In short, such a personality who follows and has enriched himself and strengthened himself With these values, such a personality cannot be broken in any circumstances of the world, cannot be corrupted by any temptations and offerings. And at the same time, such a personality in no situation, by no one, can be defeated. See, what a beautiful significance and what power lies in this rite of the Upanayana before we start our education. Just imagine. Otherwise, just to know the simple meaning of the Gayatri Mantra is what people generally want, but the whole build-up to that Gayatri Mantra so that its mighty significance, its mighty power and most upon its knowledge that is revealed in it, that reveals to us our infinite nature is very, very blissful. It's indeed a blessing. So this is how this gayatri mantra is introduced and the child is told that every day facing the sun today or in the morning face the sun and stand in front of the sun if it's too bright obviously closed eyes bask in the rays of the sun And invoke the sun through the Gayatri Mantra. It is said in the morning and earlier when people had bath in the river. Standing, facing the sun. You offer the water by chanting the Gayatri Mantra. As an offering to the sun. And the evening, sitting down. In a calm manner, as we've already pointed out to you, sit, and in the evening, the whole day's stress, strife, negativities that we may have collected, calm down, sit down, straight, steady, with eyes closed, and chant the Gayatri Mantra.
0: om bhur bhuvah tasavetur varenyam bhargo devasya dhimahi dhiyo yo prachodayat Om Bhur Bhuvasuvaha Tatsavetur Varenyam Bhargo Devasya Dhimahi Dhyo Yonav Prachodayat Subaha tatsavetur Varenium Mahi Dio Yo
1: Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the
0: Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.